the sun rises over the magical land of thrift store. Who knows what bargains lay in store on the horizon. The great grunge king rises from his throne, mounts his magical steed, Buick, and marches forward to find said bargains. No, just joking. So uh, that's not what this is about. <laughs> so welcome to the Thrifting Dude uh, podcast about thrift stores and thrifting and all the fun and things and junk drama that there is inside a thrift store because there is man thrifting is thrifting is great so we're going to give a couple of uh quick disclaimers first of all uh we do use we do curse here a little bit we'll try to keep it pg 13 maybe but anyway so we do curse a little bit uh we apologize for that not really sorry not sorry anyway so, uh, first I want to introduce myself. I am uh, Will Gravel. I uh, am the owner of Gravel Enterprises. We buy um, things from thrift stores and we sell them on eBay and Mercari. And uh, I just thought it would be neat to uh, make a podcast talking about all the cool crap we find in the thrift store. Uh, sometimes the nightmares that we see there. Um, I do work a, a, uh, part-time job. I am what I like to term semi-retired from being a manager, uh, at, um, fast food. I worked for five years, um, as a manager for fast food. And then I owned another business that we did. Um, we did it for, uh, eight years. We're doing uh, what's called property preservation. And I almost did a podcast about property preservation. I think maybe in the future I might actually do that. But anyway, I digress. So uh, in this first episode, I just want to talk a little bit about why I love thrifting so much. Why uh, thrifting and garage sales are so <laughs> such a, a, a big part of who I am as a person and who are, my family has turned out to be uh, as, I grown, as I've grown up. So when I was a kid, we were not uh, middle class in any way. We were very, very poor. Um, my Both my parents worked uh, a full-time job, as many Gen X, uh, as, as many Gen Xers, their parents did, you know, in the 80s. Um, they worked two, two full-time jobs. I, I rarely saw my parents because they both had to work to make ends meet. Um, my dad is, like I said, a blue collar worker. He worked for the city, uh, as a truck driver. Um, he did all kinds of things, not just drive a truck, but he also, you know, a snowplow in the winter. He fixed the street in the summers, you know, um, all kinds of things. My mom, um, worked in restaurants and, and as a secretary, you know, that's a whole, whole different adventure there. But anyway, I digress. We didn't have a lot of the things that my friends had. We did own our own home, which was fun. Uh, for a, for a short period, about six years, we owned a home um, when I was a kid, and then we owned another one again as when I was um, 
in high school in a different section of our city that I grew up in. But we we were not, even though we were homeowners, well, they were homeowners. I didn't own it. Um, we didn't have a lot of extra money for things. So a lot of my friends that I grew up around, they had extra things. They had, you know, all these great toys and all buy extra, you know, cool bicycles and and all of these things, very trendy middle class people that we we lived amongst, but we were not like them. So um garage sales and thrift stores were my lifeline to getting the cool toys uh that all my friends had, you know, Transformers and G.I. Joe's and Matchbox and Hot Wheels cars and uh, all those fun things. We we I would go to the thrift store and there they would be because somebody, uh, somebody's parents had bought them new things and then they had to get rid of the old things and so there they were. Or garage sales. Uh, one of my one of the greatest stories I love to tell about uh, going to a garage sale is we went to a garage sale and my mom uh, loved to go to garage sales. She still does. Uh, you know, she's um, 60, 68 years old and or something like that. And uh, she loves to go to garage sales even now. And we so we went to this garage sale in uh, in, in an upper middle class neighborhood in the city I grew up in. And in a big box was um, the G.I. Joe um, submarine. And they had like, I think they had like $50 on it. And, you know, so in the middle 80s, that's that's a lot of money back in the middle 80s, especially for a family that uh, doesn't have a lot of money. And, but in, in a smaller box, there was about 10 or 15 other G.I. Joes, uh, G.I. Joes, and um, they had their guns and, and all of their accessories and all that stuff. And they had $20 on that. Well, mom said I could have the $20 one, but not the $50 one. But I kept trying to explain to her that the submarine, because I'd looked at both boxes, and the submarine was just, it was just crammed full <laughs> to the top. Like the legs are sticking out of, of every hole that you have in, in the submarine of G.I. Joe's. It was hundreds of dollars of G.I. Joe's just, just shoved, shoved inside this submarine. And uh, as much as I begged and pleaded, I could not convince my mother that um that the more expensive box was the better deal um so i got the one box and it was really great some of my some of my favorite gi joes were in that box of stuff and um and, and so that's you know that's one story about from my childhood about why i love thrifting and garage sailing so much um another another great one is we had uh, a, a large, a large goodwill in the city that we grew up in, um, and mom would go there occasionally to get some clothes or shoes or or something because we, like I said, we could not afford brand new anything. Like once a year, we got brand new shoes for school. When you went to school, you got brand new shoes, and uh, uh, and but then you had to wear those all the way. You had to make sure they wore all the way through the year. And then when you got, uh, when summer came, you could wear them all day or whatever. Uh, but and when you came home from school, you took off your school shoes and you put on old crappy tennis shoes that you'd had from before. 
um, to play in. And if you didn't do that, you, you got trouble uh, because you couldn't afford to get, we couldn't afford to get other shoes. Um, you know, if my shoes wore out really quickly, um, then we would, uh, then we would, um, y- you know, be in trouble because we would have to push off a different bill to get new shoes. Uh, so we would go to the Goodwill to get shoes uh, or pants for the summer. We always got summer clothes, uh, shorts. Uh, well, we got school clothes, and then we, you know, mostly wore shorts and, and stuff for the summer. But so one time we were in the uh, in that large Goodwill, and I look over and somebody had had donated, and then they had put it out, um, had donated Optimus Prime. Oh my gosh, like the greatest transformer toy ever like optimus original optimus right now is worth quite a bit of money and i actually had gotten um my summer money because i mowed lawns as a kid so i had the money to get the optimus prime so i bought i bought optimus prime from the goodwill for uh i don't even remember god it was been so long ago but uh just the the pure joy of getting something that uh, i love very much from the thrift store uh i look back on that and that's one of the reasons why i love to to thrift so much is because you can go in and somebody somewhere has a closet full of something that they don't want and occasionally if you're lucky these same people will go through and they'll go oh i don't want that anymore let's take it to the thrift store and so they will they'll take it to the thrift store and um donate it and uh hoping that somebody somewhere will get great joy out of it and the magic of it is that in in that setting somebody like me you know because i i work five days a week as a processor in a thrift store we'll take it and a look at it and go oh this is really still really good really great and we'll put it out and then you can then somebody else could buy it and love it uh you know either buy it and love it directly from the thrift store or like what we do at Gravel enterprises we buy it from the thrift store and then resell it online uh market you know we market up a little bit but not too much we try to be really reasonable because uh, what we really are about is getting things that people love into the, into the hands of the people that will love them. Uh, so also, uh, so what I want to talk about next in a minute uh, is I want to uh, uh, talk about what we, a little bit about what we do and then tell a, uh, a great story about uh, some sort of thing. So we're going to take a break right now so I can get a drink and uh, come right back. All right, so welcome back. Uh, so one of the reasons why I decided to do this is because, uh, like I said, thrifting is such an such an important part of what we do. Uh, so what I want to do is I want to tell a story about uh, one of the coolest things I've ever found while thrifting. Um, actually, this is while working at the thrift store. Um, so we get all kinds of things in at my thrift store. Um, we, let me, to, to tell you a little bit about it, our thrift store is in, um, we're one of, I think, 11 thrift stores in this organization. Um, and we 
our store is situated in a very diverse section of um, the city of St. Louis. We are in the south of St. Louis. Um, so we're almost rural, but still, but still city. Um, there are, are people from all walks of life that live in the city where I live outside of this, outside of St. Louis. And we, um, so we have the, the thrift store that I work in gets such a diverse, um, a dichotomy of things that get donated to us all the way from, uh, deer heads, uh, uh, or, or deer, deer antlers that have been super glued or, uh, what's that stuff? Um, uh, anyway, basically super glued or gorilla glued to wooden frames and, uh, um, <laughs> and and those kind of things we've gotten you know uh dish sets that are worth thousands of dollars very nice um uh, very nice clothing that have been donated um so one of the coolest things that i've ever seen donated to a thrift store is we've got in a um it's made by the alexander graham bell company um uh, and it was back in the 30s and 40s it was a um, vo a voice uh, recording device for um, offices, a uh, dictation machine. And the way that it works is it didn't have a tape or anything like that. This was pre-tape, but they would um, put in a, a, a wax cylinder and then speak into a device that would cause a needle to move on the wax cylinder as the motor, uh, electric motor, moved down the wax tube, recording the the dictation inside the tube uh, on the wax. And then the the uh, secretary would take the device, or executive assistant, excuse me, take the device, uh, the wax tube, and put it in their own machine, or wheel this machine into the other room, put the headphones on, and then type the said di dictation as the cylinder span uh, spun and the needle, uh, uh, the needle moved with in in the grooves that the it had j previously made in the wax. Now it's reading the wax and uh, moving, and and uh, the human voice was recorded that way. Uh, so basic compared to what we do now like right now i have this microphone by uh, blue yeti um and it's recording digitally into a computer that i'm going to upload to the internet and hopefully somebody will hear it and, and not be completely bored or turned off by my voice and uh, and all of that you know and listen but this was very basic but at the same time very revolutionary and it's so amazing to to every now and then in a thrift store you come in you come face to face with a part of your a part of history a part of uh, science or or math or history just history and to be able to see that and and enjoy it and watch somebody uh somebody buy it it's just amazing to me uh, i don't remember how much we got for that device um, but, uh, it was, it was amazing, uh, to, to, uh, to touch that part of history. So that was the most amazing thing that I've ever, uh, gotten 
donated at the thrift store. Uh, another donation that we got at the thrift store, which would be the uh, uh, funniest, one of the funniest, is that somebody donated a bag full of um, used pleasure devices. Say it that way. And when the girl stuck her hand in and pulled it out, oh my God, she said she dropped the, the dildo in. Uh, <laughs> I guess you just kind of had to be there for that to be so funny. Um, but <laughs> so the, the things that you get that you see as a, uh, in the thrift store run the gamut, man. We, we've seen, uh, like I said, those kind of things. Um, uh, one of the, one of the funniest things is, um, one of the things that we saw that was really cool um we, i purchased toys um that we sell uh i purchased um, records all kinds of vinyl records i bought uh you can see the pictures on my instagram i bought the vinyl record the vinyl record um soundtrack to smoky and the bandit which is one of the those shows in your childhood that you just just can't uh you can't um, explain what it means to you. And then, you know, the record, uh, the hissing and the popping and the turning and the warmth of the of the sound is so different than being digital. Man, my Twitter is blowing up in the background. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, you should follow my Twitter. Uh, the link will be in the uh, description. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so uh, hopefully on the show later we're going to talk to some other thrifters um we're gonna uh, do some other things but uh, uh but this show ho hopefully won't be too boring i mean it's kind of, kind of boring this first episode but most first episodes are boring we find your you find your voice later in the in the in the season so hopefully we'll, we'll talk about that later Anyway, so we're going to take a quick break real quick. Um, we'll get a drink. My throat is a little dry. Uh, turn off my phone. And uh, we'll be back in just a minute on The Thrifty Dude. And welcome back one more time. Hey, so uh, hopefully you've stuck around and uh, braved the, to the end of the first episode of The Thrifting Dude. I promise next episode will be a little more good. I just wanted to get something up. I keep saying to myself, I'm going to do this podcast thing. I'm going to do this podcast thing. But, uh, I just never do it. We had a podcast a few years ago and we had fun doing it. And it was, it was more political, but with the political climate in the United States today, we just decided to not do anything political and avoid anything political. No politics. Anyway, so one of the things I wanted to uh, to talk about and ask you today is uh, to share on our Instagram. Our Instagram links will be down in the description. Just share on the Instagram. Uh, you know, you can follow us and see all of the great things that we find. Um, and some videos about that. We're going to have a YouTube channel uh, in the future. It's not up right now, but in the future, we're going to have a YouTube channel. Uh, share in the comments of uh, our Instagram feed some of the greatest things that you've ever found uh thrifting or at a garage sale and uh you know uh 
so that you know we can we can share this love of thrifting together um hopefully soon i'll have a co-host my beautiful wife should be on here i think with me talking about thrifting and how much we love it um so we took our kids over the weekend uh well, last weekend this is the weekend but we took our kids to a thrift store in our city um that we normally don't go to i hadn't been been to it in quite some time but uh it was wow it was different than going to through the thrift stores that we normally frequent normally you know you go to a thrift store and it's kind of it's kind of like a garage sale inside a little bit you know um some of our favorite ones are, are some of our favorite ones are a little more upscale you know they sort the things they tag the things and all that stuff uh, but in this one, you we the minute you went inside, you knew that it was it was not going to be good at all. Uh, the clothes were sorted by color and by male or female, and not by size. So you you could spend a million years in there trying to find something you, you loved. Um, things were piled here and piled there, and I mean they did have some really great prices on a few things, but. Uh, for the most part, it was just it was just junk, just complete and total junk. So different than being in a in a place where people really clearly care about what they're doing, and it was so different, so different to be in there. Uh, anyway, so that's the end of this episode. Uh, we're gonna keep it real short uh, and uh, just uh, talk about our love of thrifts of thrifting. Talk about some of the other things. So anyway, so until next time. Uh, this is the thrifting dude and, uh, get out there and get thrifting.